When you and I first started this podcast, we could explain every bit of the plot. Man, I miss the old times. Still got it met. Well, you know the rest. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast, trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined, as always, by Joe. Uh, how are you, Joe? I'm pretty good. I feel like a great weight has been lifted off of my shoulders, because it has. Because Interstitial is done. <laughs> Holy shit, Interstitial is done, huh? This is, this is our first recording in a post-Interstitial world for us. It's an Interstitial world. We're all just living in it. Yeah. This is the... Second episode that'll come out since we put it out, but first one we're recording, and it's good. It's a good. We'll get to that later. You can listen to it now, and we'll tell you how at the end of the show if you haven't already figured it out. But now we've got Kingdom Hearts shit. Well, that's also Kingdom Hearts shit, but uh-huh. we have like canonical Kingdom Hearts shit to talk about. And because it's three five eight, we're gonna start with some of those Roxas Diaries. Do you want to start or should I? Uh, I can go ahead and do it. Sweet. So last time we did days 75 through, I think, 117, and we have six journals from those days. So day 75 is inseparable. Me and Shion are working together now. The genie we met in Agrabah said he and his friend Al are inseparable. Axel told us best friends can be inseparable, even if they're not always together. But it sounded like he wasn't too sure about it himself. I thought Axel knew everything. Oh, well. <laughs> that reminds me. Those weird pictures flashed through my head again while I was in Agrabah. The guy in red I wrote about before. Has he been to Agrabah or something? Day 95. Kingdom <laughs> Day 95. Kingdom Hearts. Xemnas summoned us. Nothing he says ever makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you, man. He showed us Kingdom Hearts, a big heart-shaped moon floating up there in the night sky, and said, the human heart will never have power over us. Great. I, I guess. So, why are we trying to get hearts again? Axel said I'll understand better once I have a heart, but I'm not too sure. Day 95. My past. I went to Agrabah today with Shion. We make a pretty good team now. Afterwards, me and her and Axel talked about us and the other nobodies. The ones who make it into the organization are powerful enough to keep their memories. But me and Shion can't remember our pasts. What was I like? Day 96. Out of Trouble. Today's mission was with Shion, in Beast's castle. I tried loaning her my keyblade, and she had no problem using it. That meant I had to fight without it, but we got the job done. Afterwards, Shion remembered how to summon her own keyblade, so I guess we're out of trouble. When we were done, we all had ice cream together. Day 97, Our Place. Every day after work, the three of us have been going to our place on top of the clock tower to have ice cream. We don't talk about much. But I wouldn't miss these conversations for the world. I wonder if Axel and Shion feel the same way. Do the other organization members have their own routines? It's hard to picture. Day 117. Special Nobodies. Today it was me and Zigbar. Axel and Shion went out on their own mission. Zigbar told me that Shion and me are exceptional, you know, like special nobodies. 
Because we can use the Keyblade? I don't know why there's a question mark. Because we can use the Keyblade question mark is how it's written? I don't know. I guess he's like asking if that's what makes them special. Difficult to say. Anyway, he continues. Work dragged on late, so I didn't make it up to the clock tower. I wonder if Shion and Axel made it. Those pictures started flashing through my head again on the mission. That boy in red, what's it all about? Maybe when Zigbar called me special, he just meant crazy. Seriously though, is Shion experiencing the same thing? Feels kind of weird to ask. A boy in red, who could that be? <laughs> it doesn't fit the description of anyone that we know of. No. It's weird that there's so much in this game that isn't addressed in the actual game part. <laughs> like, like, What do you mean? Like, so much is hidden in these diaries that, like... Oh, yeah, I yeah. I probably wouldn't have read myself if I wasn't doing this show. And, like, so much in this... So much of the plot in this game happens in Chain of Memories, too. Yeah, also, it's... Yeah. Kingdom Hearts isn't necessarily the most accessible work of fiction. And this say. is probably the least standalone piece of the franchise. Would you agree? I, I want to agree, but there are parts of its story that are exclusively contained in it. Yeah. It's weird like that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, day 118 well, yeah. is called Lazy Day. Roxas, Wish I could have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Roxas comes out to a completely empty room, and there's a flyer on the wall that says, Operations closed for vacation, but he doesn't know what that is. So he, he walks around the castle, and he runs into Axel, who says, Yeah, it's about time we had a vacation. And Roxas says, I've never had one. What's my job during a vacation? <laughs> Which isn't actually a deep cut at capitalism, but it feels like it. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah, it, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think it's accidental. I think there's a reason that the organization are a group of evil people and all of their <laughs> lives are like exclusively work, uh, exclusively work and missions and like objective oriented. I don't think that's incidental. It might not be as revolutionary as we want it to, as we might want it to be, but I don't. I don't think that is completely unintentional. Anyway, um, what does uh, he even say? So, Axel says, Roxas, you're missing the point. And Roxas says, hey, it's not my fault I've never had one. I don't know what to do. And Axel says, do what you like. And Roxas, but I don't know what I like. What are you going to do, Axel? He says, me? Sleep. Once I'm done with that, Roll over and sleep some more. Roxas, don't you have enough time? Don't you spend enough time in bed? Axel, you kidding? I'd nap six times a day if they'd let me. All right, Snoozeland is calling. Enjoy your time off. So, he does some more walking around the castle. He runs into Shion. Um, and they say good morning, and he asks about the vacation. And she's like, I think I'm just going to practice with the Keyblade. And then offers Roxas to join. He says, no. Ah, it's so sad. Shion, please take a day off. Please, please. You deserve it. You've earned it. No (laughs) one likes you here. You've earned it. It's okay. No one likes you. You deserve a day to not associate with that. Anyways, um, he declines and goes back. Uh, We see him staring at that flyer again, ruminating. He's like, I don't even know what I want to do. And then he thinks about it, and he just says, ice cream. 
<laughs> so he goes. <laughs> Poor boy. He goes to Twilight Town, um, and he's walking through Twilight Town, and he sees Olette and Pence cheering for Tainer for doing something, but Tainer's really tired. He has a, a struggle wiffle bat, and it's apparently Grandstander, which I think is a mini game from the beginning of Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah, it's the one where you have to juggle the ball using the struggle mm-hmm. bat. And the ball, the same ball from Kingdom Hearts 2 is sitting next to him as well. And they see Roxas and run over, and Pence is like, oh, I've seen you before. And Olette comes over and introduces herself. I don't think at any point they ask Roxas' name again. Nope. So that's weird. Maybe they thought it was covered last time. <laughs> <laughs> and Hayner's, like, weird about it and doesn't come over right away. But they explain the game of Grandstander to Roxas, and then Hayner comes over to be mean about it. <laughs> yeah, what does he say? He says, uh, oh yeah, you new around here? How come you're bothering us? And Roxas is like, what? I, I, I'm you literally just standing. <laughs> I'm standing here. Please, I just want to sit in my goth cloak, be sad, sitting alone on a bench on a clock tower far away from here, and eat my feelings. Please, child. <laughs> But no. No, he doesn't say that. Uh, He says, bothering. I'm not... Sheesh, I was just passing by. Hayner says, "Uh uh-huh, well, keep passing by. We're busy here. And Olette says, hey, Hayner, don't be rude. There's no need to be mean. Pence says, sorry about that. I'm sure he didn't mean to offend you. He's just... And Hayner interrupts him and says, hey, you try it. Let's see your juggling act. And Olette says, what will that prove? Hayner says, it's not going to kill him. Here. And then you play the grandstander mini game. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how good you have to do for them to. I don't I don't think there's a bad ending to this scene. But uh, afterwards, Hainer just is like, "Uh, oh, you're all right, man. Sorry for railing on you before." Pence says uh, that he's just grumpy because Cipher beat his record. And then we 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 cut to the plaza in front of the clock tower again, and we see uh, Hainer, Pence, and Olette running around. And playing some sort of like chasing game, some sort of like tag game thing. And and then it it sort of fades into an HD cutscene. And in this scene, Pence has obtained ice cream and none of them say anything, which confirms my suspicion that they just didn't get the voice actors back for the movie. Oh, yeah. There's like a part where Hayner is like, like, like gesturing like he's Mm -hmm. speaking and you don't hear anything. Yeah. Uh, But then it pans up to Roxas eating ice cream alone and axel decides to join him uh and says i figured you'd be up here axel axel says ah slept like a log are the kids here on summer vacation already nah it can't be it's much too early and roxas says summer vacation what's that it's a dream come true that's what where they get a whole month off a month off I wouldn't know what to do with that much time. I can't even figure out how to fill a day. Eh, you'd be surprised. They give you plenty of homework, and, of course, you have to play with your friends every day. Trust me, it's over before you can blink. Roxas thinks for a bit and says, I could deal with seven days, maybe. I'm so mad. And- <laughs> I'm so mad about that line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't even... You didn't, you didn't clock it? Oh, fuck. Ah, it's the worst thing. <laughs> God, this game is good. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 is good, too. Mm-hmm. Axel says, most kids spend t- 
spend the time just goofing off with their friends, then save the homework for the end, and then help each other to finish it. And Roxas says, that sounds fun, I guess. Axel replies, hanging out with friends is fun. I had forgotten all that since becoming a nobody, I guess. So how'd you spend your day? He'll never find out because Shion joins. <laughs> um, and then my notes say that Shion joins and helps Roxas make fun of Axel for sleeping a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Oh, she also makes fun of him for being out of shape, which is like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shion, cheap shot. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, I just, I had to sleep a lot because I work harder than you guys. And she's like, maybe, maybe we're just better than you. <laughs> maybe that's it. Um, but... Anyways, he brings up that he's going to be away on a recon mission for a while, and he can't share where, because Syax is mean. And I don't... He has a... Don't, he figures out a way to say, got it memorized again, uh-huh. and yeah, he says he's got to keep quiet about it, or, or Syax will be on his case. He says, try not to... <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> what does it mean? He says, try not to bungle everything while I'm gone. Is that a word? Yeah. I exclusively associate it with the band Mr. Bungle, but it is a verb, which does mean like, it's it's kind of, I guess I would be the same as like telling them not to sully it. I'm just like, that's a weird way to say don't fuck it up, but. Bungle, verb, used with object, Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) past participle bungled, Uh, gerund bungling, Uh, definition, to do clumsily or awkwardly, botch. Mm -hmm. Example sentence, he bungled the job. Yeah, that's actually, right. there will be a second usage of the word bungle in what we're talking I about know, today. I know, it comes up again. It's really wild. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that scene, uh, we, we get a scene of, of Syax running into Axel in the castle. I think this is an HD scene? Uh, yeah. After the, uh, fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got forgot it. how to read. <laughs> um, so, Syax says... What took you so long? And Axel says, it's my vacation. I can take all the time I want. Since when do I have to check in with you? Syak says, you're letting yourself get too attached to them. And Axel says, yeah, yeah, whatever you say. Syak says, you know, you've, cha- you've changed. So dramatic. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is so dramatic. You're making friends. You're not the person I used to know. The person I used to know just was sat there and was sad with me instead of sat there and was sad with other people. <laughs> That's basically the emotional arc of Syax, though. Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, day 19 is entitled Work to Do. 119. Oh. Did I just say 19? That's what I heard. <laughs> so. Spinning the clock back. <laughs> My notes say... Honestly, this one doesn't matter. Feel free to skip. Basically, Zaldin figures out what he needs to make the Kingdom Hearts 2 plot happen in Beast Castle. Also, at one point, he makes a dark portal instead of opening a door and just walking out yeah, of it. Yeah, it's all this, like, it's a bunch of dumb recon stuff, and Zaldin's a huge asshole, which has to be talked Your about a little bit, rose. because this is kind of a fundamental, like, setup for a thing that bugs Roxas for the next... 50 days. Because... Yeah, and um, Zaldin is a nothing character, in yeah. my opinion. Sorry if anyone out there likes him. All he ever does is just... people. He's one of those characters that what? is worthless and meaningless and doesn't do anything, but people like him because they find him attractive. <laughs> I mean, there are certainly characters out there um, that I love in equally as shallow of a way, mm-hmm. but 
Um, Zeldin just ain't it for me. Anyways, but yeah, there's a bunch of they a lot of eavesdropping on Cogsworth complaining to the void again, and the same with Lumiere. I think is this the one where Lumiere says he wishes he had arms. Yeah, he's like, I want to fuck those heartless up with a sword, <laughs> but I have candles for hands. You would think he could do something with the fire, huh? Uh huh. I guess not. Um, what happened? Hmm. This is more of a this is more a Beauty and the Beast question than it is a Kingdom Hearts question. What hap- Is this a Charmander situation? What happens <laughs> if, if the, the fire goes out? out? Yeah. I don't want to know. I do know that it doesn't really burn anything. There's a scene right. in the live is action a- one. Have you seen what? the live action Beauty and the Beast? No, continue. And then I have to explode okay. with a dumb thing I thought. Well, but continue. It's, I've only seen like the first half of it because I got bored. I put it I put it on while watching my, my child. And there's a scene in it where like I guess there's like a weird like sheet over him for like a split second. The only reason I remember it is because he dabs in that scene. Oh no! Is is? I mean, it's pretty good actually. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm here for that dumb shit. Anyways, go go on with your explosion. So two, there are two explosions. One, um, is he a sore? Is he? <laughs> Is he a perpetual motion machine? You meant that nothing burns away, right? So is yeah. he an eternal source does of fuel? Does, can, does he have to replace his candles? Can you just run the... Like, granted, it's not a lot of energy you're gathering out of this thing, but it is free energy. <laughs> this thing. Sorry, this... Okay, man. Cyax. <laughs> That'll be Ex- funny if you keep listening to this episode. Also, it's kind of sad. Explosion. Can I have a second explosion? Oh, of course, please. Can I have I told you the story of when I worked at a movie theater and the live action Beauty and the Beast was new? No, the only the only <sighs> thing I know about your movie theater experience was when you got wrapped up by Spider-Man mannequin. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> There's a photo of that on the internet. Um, <laughs> also that wasn't a mannequin. That was my manager in a Spider-Man oh, suit. I couldn't tell from the image that it was a real person. <laughs> Wild. Anyway, so I used to work for a movie theater, and it was at the time that the recent Beauty and the Beast film uh, was 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 in theaters, and a man, a father, came to uh, the theater not to see the new Beauty and the Beast, but to see uh, Logan. You know. Very good movie, but a hyper-violent extravaganza Logan. Um, Mm -hmm. Decapitations happen, a lot of naughty words are said, generally not great for children, which he did bring to the film Logan. Um, His, like, like five-year-old kid, I would guess. And right after he bought a ticket for Logan, he said, you know, I want to bring the kids to that new Beauty and the Beast, but... Is it true they put, like, a gay agenda in this one? (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because it's upsetting. Uh Uh-huh. But also, like, the picture you have painted is something that I laugh at. Who is... Ah, I hope you weren't listening to this show. I doubt it you made this far, but... Mr. Man. How can you possibly be okay 
with your children seeing uh uh uh, uh like children being tortured in like a weird cult hospital and like people getting their anyway you can go i'm sorry i had two explosions <laughs> no it's good let's see where so yeah this this world is realistically unimportant however there is this thing that bugs rocks us forever where zaldan deems beast as uh weak because he wants to protect things and that bugs rocks us for eternity and he asks all of his friends about it and that's that's it. That's what that's what comes out of this world. Also, yes, it sort of I guess it sets up the Kingdom Hearts 2 thing. Resolden also is a meaningless piece of shit in that one too. And that's it. That's the day. Uh well, I think Roxas goes to the clock tower. Shion's already there. She said her work was easy, so she's early. And Roxas brings up this thing to her. She's like, hey, that's so there's Resolden. I met this the oh no. So she's actually been there. So he says, Hey, remember that beast? Um, I was there again, and he wants to protect that rose, and Zaldan said that that was a weakness. And Shion says, I don't understand why wanting to care about things, or why caring about something, and wanting to protect it would be a weakness. And that's, that's it. That's the scene. Uh, Shion says, I hope Axel comes back soon. Sad. Every- <laughs> day 20, <laughs> or day 120, I'm doing the same thing. Everything is so sad, and we don't know how numbers work. Yep, that's the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> day 120 Roxas goes to the Coliseum and fights some Heartless Who gives a shit? Day 121 Back to the Coliseum Still gotta fight some Heartless But after that, Phil runs out and says Good timing! There's Heartless in the Coliseum! And um Herc's nowhere to be found so I got three like, words for you Good impression <laughs> <laughs> I got Four words for you. I love Danny DeVito. That actually was four <laughs> words. I can't do math. I can't do math wrong on purpose for the sake of a joke. Didn't that exact thing happen in Kingdom Hearts 2? Or 1? I mm-hmm. don't know. Pro- oh, like when we were covering it? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that has happened before where we tried to get math wrong and fucked that up. Anyways. Look, I can hardly even remember... That we covered Kingdom Hearts 1, let alone what we said then. <laughs> um, I'm all about those callbacks, Wheels. Anyways, Roxas, of course, does it and goes to, goes to fight. My notes say go to fight this boy, and I don't know what that means because there's no boy. There's like a boss. There's a big, one of the, uh, like large think- body. There's one of those dudes, but it's called the different thing. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I meant the large body. I, it's very possible that my brain just auto-completes this boy after th- things. Anyways. <laughs> there's a fuzzy cut scene of Sora in the Coliseum on the bottom screen. We've seen that before. Roxas wins. Phil tells him to, uh, to train, and he does for some reason. He does that a lot. And after that, he, he, he returns. He RTCs. And then... Uh, another scene where Herc passes him and they don't notice each other. And there's another cutscene between Herc and Phil, but I didn't write it down because it didn't really matter like the last one did. And then uh, Roxas and Shion get ice cream, but there's no conversation. I have literally nothing written for date 122. Does it exist? I have Coliseum with Ziggy, Heartless Fighting. Okay. And then uh, it skips ahead to day 149. Unlike minds. I don't really know why it's called that um yeah i was hoping i'd figure out i don't think i ever did roxas is sent to halloween town 
Uh, before he gets there, we see Jack Skellington pacing around, brainstorming for ideas on how to make the next Halloween a smash hit. Roxas appears and kills some Heartless. As he's about to RTC, Lock, Shock, and Barrel come up behind him and <laughs> throw a bomb in his face. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a pumpkin that explodes, and then they run away. Physical comedy. Great for our show. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, he just takes it. He doesn't even care. No. He's like, he, just, oh, well. he just leaves. He's like, oh, <laughs> these children have harmed me. Bye. I guess he doesn't have a heart. I um, don't have feelings. Anyway, so he goes to eat ice cream with Axel. Or he goes to eat ice cream and Axel joins him because he just got back from his recon mission. And asks where Shion is and Roxas says, I don't know. This isn't like her. She, he says there. she's usually here by now. This isn't like her. Yeah. And we cut to Shion sitting alone in her bed. And she's talking to herself and she says, how could he? And then we get sort of like flashes of like what she's thinking about or what she's remembering specifically. Uh, flashes of her fighting with someone with gray hair in a organization style cloak. Um, and she's defeated. And that's kind of all we see from these flashes. And then we cut back to her and she says, I'm not a sham. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's, it's kind of obvious who she's fighting, but we'll figure it out in like a minute. Um, Unlike minds is what that day was called. Again, yeah, just great. for those keeping track at home. <laughs> day 150 is called fear. Uh, it opens up with another HD cutscene. We see some more glimpses of that fight. Um, and it looks like someone in that in a, in a black cloak is remembering it, um, and we've and then we can see we can make out the person that Shion is fighting a bit more in this scene, and it is someone with a black blindfold on and very long white hair. Which that gives it away, right? That gives it away yeah, that it's it, Riku. One hundred percent, it's Riku. Uh, um, but then we see the person that is thinking about it right now flips their hood up, and. It's Riku, surprise. And then we cut back to Roxas in the castle. This is still the HD scene. He sort of accidentally walks in on seeing Shion begging Syax for another chance. I believe her line is, please give me another chance. You got it. <laughs> Didn't write it down, but I had a feeling. And he says, we can't afford to take any more chances on you. You were a mistake we never should have made. And then he leaves and Roxas just sort of slides into frame and is like, hey, Shion. <laughs> What's up? And then she doesn't say anything, but she leaves. And then it's just back to a normal fucking day, I guess. Goes back to Beast Castle to and fights him heartless. They fight a dark side boss that's purple, so it's called yeah. a dark follower. Yeah, it has some wings and slightly different shade of dark. And um, they hear Beast yell, and they go and take a look. And he's yelling about the rose, and Zaldan pieces some things together, but who gives a shit? Axel, or well, Roxas leaves. He goes to the clock tower, and Axel's... Joins him and eat ice cream. And then they have a really sad conversation. He says, uh, he being Axel, says, where's Shion? And Roxas says, I haven't seen her today, which is a lie because you just saw her this morning. Roxas. <laughs> anyway, uh, Axel says, oh, well. And Roxas, Axel, is there anything you couldn't bear to lose? Axel, what's that about? Roxas says, well, I met someone today who had something like that. This thing was so important to him, he couldn't bear to lose it. And Zaldan said that that was his weakness. Why don't I have anything like that? And Axel says, it's because you don't have a heart. 
Roxas says, I guess, but Denny's doesn't have a... I can't, I'm sorry. I, I mean to not do it, but every time I see it, it's so funny, and I never it's mean... It's so funny. Because I type my notes so fast, I never notice when something gets auto-completed. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so then I only ever notice it now, and it always strikes but me as funny. Denny's doesn't have a heart. Mm-hmm. And I'd be really <laughs> mad if it took away their grand slam. <laughs> yeah, Roxas says, I guess, but... Demix doesn't have a heart, and I bet he'd be pretty upset if he took his sitar away. And Axel says, huh. When he's saying this, he tries to steal Axel's ice cream. And it's such an unnecessary addition to the scene. I didn't even notice. It's unaddressed. He wants that winter stick. Uh Uh-huh. Axel says, huh. I think you have a point there. So, you don't need a heart to have something you can't bear to lose, then. That's true, then I guess... The closest thing we nobodies have is memories of our past. And in my notes, I have written, like, okay, dude, like, maybe not in front of this kid, huh? Maybe don't say how <laughs> important mean, it is to have memories in front of this kid. <laughs> I mean, Roxas immediately is like, well, I ain't got none of those shit. Um, but Axel quickly makes up for his social faux pas to say, well, hey, you've, you've got memories since you joined, right? And Roxas says, yeah, I couldn't bear to lose my memories of you or Shion. And he says, well, first, <laughs> long silence. Uh, um, yeah. Press <laughs> F to pay respect. Do we have to bleep out that silence? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we know what happens at the, like in Kingdom Hearts 2. It opens yeah, up with Roxas not remembering that's Axel. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Axel says, so then, you really do have something that you can't bear to lose, then. Every one of us, including us nobodies, we all have something that we want to hang on to. Roxas says, it's scary. Axel says, you can't be scared without a heart. Roxas says, if my friends, if you or Shion disappeared, it's scary to think of what, would, what it would be like without you guys. Axel just says, scared isn't an emotion you, that can exist inside us. And Roxas says, well, I am scared right now, for sure. And Axel says, maybe it's just that you remember what it's, what it's like to be scared, you know? Somewhere deep inside your memories? And then the day's Roxas, over. Roxas says, I'm scared. And Axel says, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. I would know if you were scared. Yeah, it's super cool. Great, great friends. Anyways, uh, what, what were you going to say the next day, I think, starts? Day 151, Distress. These names are just getting super positive. I'm pretty distressed. <laughs> Roxas goes to Twilight Town. He looks at the clock tower and sees that Shion is up there, and that's weird, so he goes up there to meet her. Um, and they sort of find out that they were both sent to Twilight Town to do their jobs today. And she apologizes for running off the morning before and explains that she was ordered to take out an organization imposter, and she lost. Syax was really mean about it. And Roxas was like, is Roxas says, well, why don't we work together today? Specifically, we... she says that Syax called her a mistake, which. Oh, yeah. I guess we already saw, but it's worth mm-hmm. reiterating. She's not a fan of that. No. I wonder why. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> it's almost like she has feelings, huh? <laughs> Weird. Afterwards, um, after the mission's over, they're going to leave, and Roxas says, hey, how about that ice cream? And. Shion seems kind of down, but still says yes, and um, we cut to an HD cutscene where 
Roxas starts to wonder where Axel is. I think he suggests that they got done with their work too quickly. Shion looks kind of distressed, and we see more of that Riku and Shion fight that we saw before. We see more memories of it, and we see more details of Riku defeating Shion, and when he takes off his blindfold to look at Shion's face, uh, we just see the reaction shot of Riku taking off the blindfold, and he gasps and backs away and says, Your face! Who are you really, and why do you have a keyblade? And she says, Tell me first why you're dressed as one of us. And he says, To make sure my best friend sleeps in peace. I don't know who you're supposed to be, but you can't fight fire with sparks. This keyblade is a sham, worthless. And she that says, makes her kind of mad. She says, My keyblade is not a sham. What gives you the right to say that? And he says, Find a new crowd, trust me. Those guys are bad news. She says, Why? You're the real sham. He says, <laughs> Read it, read it. <laughs> he says, Fair enough. You could say that I'm the biggest nobody of <laughs> You could say that I'm the biggest nobody of all. Dumb. Bad. Cursed. And there's this long silence, and then she just screams. Yeah, she does, and it's super upsetting. Yeah, no, it's it's just the one, just the one cry, but it's it's very real. My notes say, um, "Snap back to reality." Oh, I knew was you were gonna make this fucking joke again. <laughs> I don't know what episode of Interstitial you do that in, but you do it in Interstitial. <laughs> oh, do I really? That's yeah. amazing. Which I guess that would have been months ago for most people, or for us, but for. Well, yeah, no, it's, for, for anyway, most people, it's coming it like, yes. up soon. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. most people, it will happen. <laughs> for, for, for most people, it will happen. For some people, it has happened yesterday-ish, like a week ago, I guess, as of the time you're hearing this. And for the four of us, the five of us who made it, it happened months ago. <laughs> Our Time show, the is pro- fucked up. The production and release schedule of our sideshow is basically Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2. <laughs> oh, she snaps out of it. Back to reality. Oh, there goes Gravity. Roxas calls her name, is calling her name, and that's what she sort of like wakes up to. And she's, she, uh, she doesn't, she questions why she's doing what she's doing. She asks Roxas, like, do you ever think, like, why we're doing all this? And he repeats what he's been told when he's asked these questions, which is to to complete Kingdom Hearts and get our own hearts. And she's like, but, like, why, though? And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, well, we'll know when we have hearts, I guess. She says, I'm not sure. I just wish... I wish I knew what I was doing here. I started having the strangest dreams. And he says, like, nightmares? She says, I can never remember what they're about. I just wake up scared. And Roxas says, Zigbar said you and me were pretty special. An exception, he said. She says, special? Isn't that just another way of saying I'm a mistake? And he says, you're not a mistake. And she says, well, you and I may both be exceptional, Roxas, but I don't think we're quite the same. And she hands him a fully uneaten ice cream and she walks away. And he says, she own. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> You just put sad whenever you feel sad in your yeah. notes? No, I, I I don't write it, but I say it when I feel it. <laughs> oh, okay. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that with other emotions is, is a good question. Uh, it's a recurring joke with 
me and my wife and a few of our friends because we uh there was a summer where we would just all hop on uh Skype and watch movies together and there's this one it's a movie I've talked about before um uh 1990s Brain Dead mm-hmm. um and it's an incredibly difficult movie to track down like if you want to buy it it can even be difficult sometimes um so we were just watching it on one of those like streaming websites and you know how they always have like the Facebook comments at the bottom for some reason like you can mm-hmm. like comment on that link use your Facebook account to comment on that link there were two I think two comments one of them was I thought this was the zombie movie which <laughs> which is funny cuz there's another movie called Brain Dead which is a zombie movie but then another one is just sad <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, and just this stranger commenting about one of my favorite movies sad <laughs> just kind of stuck with all of us and now we say it whenever anything's sad sad that's that's good that's extremely good the deepest lore i'm glad uh-huh. i've learned the sad lore and you after she leaves um axel shows up and asks if she coming and roxy says you just missed her and then we cut to this scene, which is weird, of Sora walking through the fields, which the I say like the, the I think Sykes refers to it as like the world in between at one point, like the place that Castle yeah. Oblivion is at, like the place it's, we yeah, see it's, him it's what, walking. Whatever we saw at the beginning of Chain of Memories. Exactly. I don't know the context of this at all. Like I don't know why this is being shown. Maybe us. this is like those scary dreams that Shion has and doesn't remember and wakes wakes up scared. Yeah, that was my guess. I I don't know. It's it doesn't really matter, I guess, at this moment. But day one fifty two is called the wrong buttons. We go back to Agrabah, I hate and then we go back to Halloween Town, and then uh, well, yeah, he's Cyberman sixty five is I guess doing just some like item collection, but the actual mission is in Halloween Town, right? Um, and then he is he's confused that there's no heartless around and also confused that there's new decorations. And then we see a scene where Jack shows off those decorations to Dr. Finkelstein and the their balloons, their balloons and stuff pops out of them when you interact with them. We go to the graveyard, we see uh we see Jack talking to Zero about them, which for some reason in my notes I typed Zero with an X instead of a Z. I think that's just cuz I've been making a Kingdom Hearts show for too long. That I just used there X's. Is, isn't that... Is that not it? I thought it was a Z. Hmm. You're probably right. There's something that's zero. Zero with an X is something, right? Something I mean, somewhere. I'm sure, like, something somewhere in the mass. Yeah. Like, just Google it. I'm sure something will come up. I'll but do anyway. that. <laughs> He's still struggling about making Halloween good enough. And Zero pops a balloon and a Heartless comes out. And Jack's like, well, that's not supposed to happen. And Zero I, is online accounting software for your small business. Oh, yeah, like Xerox. Sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, they're probably not related, those two things. Jack thanks Zero for this idea and gives him a real human bone. And then he leaves. And Roxas says, this dog can sniff out Heartless. I should use this to complete my mission. And then he does. And before he leaves, some kids show up and throw another bomb in his face. And he doesn't care again. It's, it's incredible. He fights some more Heartless in the plaza, and then 
returns to castle and which actually just means eat ice cream have we talked about that how weird that is <laughs> how it's called rtc but literally he never goes straight to the castle it's a good point anyways he gets some ice cream oh, i hate this Axel's... scene so much i hate this scene so much i hate this yeah, scene it sucks so much yeah so this this scene is just Rox is not knowing what's going on with Shion, and Axel says a bunch of dumb bullshit about girls being complicated. Um, and then he goes, well, he also goes on to say, like, girls are complicated and nobodies are, are complicated. So she's, or no, he, people who aren't nobodies are also complicated. So because she's a nobody, she's not as complicated he as even real human girls. refers to women as females? Jesus, man. It's bad. Is your hair red because you've been swallowing the red pill? Like, what fucking, what fucking subreddits are you hanging out in, Axel? <laughs> he would wear a fedora, but he couldn't fit his hair under it. God. Anyways, yeah, no, that sucks. Bad scene. Glad it wasn't put in the movie or whatever. Day one fifty three is called Disjointed Days. Um, he goes to the Coliseum with Dimix, and they collect some hearts, and Dimix complains. And uh, what's weird about this scene is he suggests, hey, let's split up. I'll stay out here, and then we can have more efficient heart collection. But wait, no, I thought only the Keyblade did that. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, who cares? Um, Roxas goes into the Coliseum and sees uh, Phil training Herc, and is like, man, that's considerably worse than anything I went through. Dimmix pops his head in, only to immediately turn around and leave again. And Roxas is sort of just hanging out in the lobby, and Phil comes in and greets him, says it's time to train, and he does that. And then he talks to Phil about Herc, like, hey, bud, why you train him a lot harder than you train me? And he says, if I put you through that, you would die. <sighs> also, it's weird when he asks about Herc and asks about who Herc is, because there was that sort of thing where Phil thought that Herc asked him to come here. So that's weird. A lot of inconsistencies in this episode and or in this day also in this episode that we're making um but out, outside roxas leaves and asks dimix what he normally does and yeah i is there setup for this because if there is i did not write it down but oh dimix, I, I don't really have anything from this day written down because it doesn't matter yeah no it doesn't but this this exchange is kind of funny to me mm. it's also sad uh it's both because it's it's i mean it's kingdom hearts specifically this game um he asks dimix hey what do you normally do if you don't like to fight and he's like um recon stuff and rox says no heartless and dimix says ah oh, they know better than that they want to keep the machine running they got to pick the right tool for the job and rox says is that me the right tool for the job and dimix says did uh did, did something happen in there man <laughs> and <laughs> rox is like no no we're good and then he goes and he eats ice cream all alone and he points out verbally to himself that he's all alone today the saddest the worst um, uh-huh day 154 let's go to wonderland nothing happens yeah rabbit and he's late and yeah yeah uh, you turn small uh, one of those chameleon heartless is pretending to be a chair and you kill it <laughs> late late rabbit shrinky juice and that's it back to the clock tower axel joins for ice cream time and says that they're keeping them busy these days I think he also says Shion too, but uh, day 155, uh, Agarbaugh is Zaldin, who cares? Uh, day 156, Beast Castle is Zigbar, who cares? Heartless. Uh, then it skips ahead to day 171, which is called Love. 
and they go to Beast Castle. Well, Roxas goes by himself to Beast Castle, and here's a here's a big roar. Yeah, and he sees Beast get beaten up by something outside of the gates, and he goes to investigate. You um, skipped like half half the world. None of it matters. Um, he runs around the, the, the mansion for a while, or the castle for a while before that happens. But yeah, he goes outside and sees Beast get launched over the wall and then goes to see what could have ha- caused it. And it's a big old Heartless, and Raxus wins. It's like a Heartless that's like a siege weapon. It's a kind of cool-looking boss. It looks like a mm-hmm. siege weapon type thing. Yeah, it's cool. They fight. Roxas wins. And then he goes back and sees Bell trying to help Beast. And he's like, no... It's dangerous. I have to go. He's like, he clearly can't move, but he's like, I have to, I have to protect you from this thing. And she's like, it's gone though. It's done now. And he just sort of takes credit for it. And is like, all right, cool. I kept it back. And, um, talks about how he would never let anything happen to her. And Roxas is like, oh, the thing he wants to protect is, is Belle, not the Rose. Zaldin was wrong. And then Zaldin is there to say, actually, I'm right. Fuck you. I hate Zaldin so much. He says, hmm, love from a beast. How utterly ridiculous. Uh, and Roxas says, love? What's that? And he says, it's an emotion. The one deluding those two in front of us. They think the power of, the power of love will save them. <laughs> That's the stuff of poetry, not practicality. And Roxas says, love is a power? Zaldan says, none you or I will ever grasp. Nor will they for long. The love between them will wither and die. Love never lasts. Roxas says, but you don't have a heart. How would you know? And he says, I I have eyes and a brain. <laughs> I hate him so much. We have no further business here. Try not to dawdle. Uh, and Roxas says, says uh, that still doesn't explain uh, what love is. And he says, is love fighting to protect those important to you? Where does this power come from? He's talking to himself at this point. Yeah. And then it's ice cream time. Yep. He joins, he joins Axel, who's already there, and asks about Shion, but she's not been around. And Rox is like, well, it's her choice whether or not she comes. And Axel's like, fair enough. And then he decides to ask Axel, do you know what love is? Although I'm pretty sure we learned last time, no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Axel... Uh, says it's a very powerful thing, but he'll never feel it because you gotta have a heart to do that. And it's something very special between two people. And Roxas asks, is that like, is it like being friends? And Axel's like, not really. And he's like, is it above being friends? And he's, Axel says, I mean, kinda, but there's not really steps involved. And then Roxas asks, asks, Roxas asks if he'll feel it when he has a heart. And Axel says, once Kingdom Hearts is complete, you'll be able to do a lot of things. Like, fucking stop making this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And Roxas says, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the last day we're covering is called, one se- is, well, it's day 172, it's called Sound of the Surf. Roxas goes with Luxord, oh, God, and this it's bad. This is the Luxord day. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> Luxord says, you hear what happened to Shion? And Roxas says, no, what? And he says, she bungled her last mission and has a... <laughs> Has been in deep silence ever since. Can't win the can't win them all, I suppose. And Roxas Rox- runs to check on her. Yeah. And Syax stops him. He's like, "You have a mission to do." And he's like, "I'll do it later." Fuck you, Dad. Syax <laughs> says she won't wake up. 
Uh, and Roxas says, I don't care. I should be there for her. And he runs a little bit further. He says, what do you care? That creature is broken, defective. Those sound Roxas- like Coheed and Cambria lyrics. <laughs> they really stuck out to me. And Roxas says, don't call her that. And he says, uh, Sayak says, I'll call that thing whatever I want. How we deal with Shion is no concern of yours. And Roxas says, I didn't ask you if it was. And Sayak says, look at you, Roxas, up in arms about a nobody. And he says, we're all nobodies. <laughs> and Sayak says, settle down. Shion's failings won't affect your standing with us. You're nothing, you've nothing to worry about. He says, won't affect my... What is wrong with you? Look, I'll do my mission later. And then he runs to her, and she's sleepy. She's sleepy. He, uh, he gives her the shell back that he had. And um, now we got to go to Wonderland with Luxord, which is, I mean, easily the worst possible thing you could have asked me <laughs> to, to watch. At least, we put a, at least we get them both out of the way at the same time, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the it's like Wonderland bad, Luxord bad, together worse than you'd think of them yeah. being at the same time. Because it's like, oh yeah, put them in the fucking world where Cheshire Cat says a bunch of dumb shit and to be intentionally confusing. And I and we're lucky we don't fight any cards because, like, Jesus Christ. Oh god, yeah. At least that mm, at least that would have been like fitting, but also bad. But also bad. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't really write it down what happens here because nothing he says, seemed that important. Uh, he's, Roxas is like, man, I wonder what happened with that rabbit. Spoiler, we don't find out. Luxord says some stupid shit. Roxas just deals with it. They drink, they drink the shrinky juice and then he runs into the red Cheshire cat. Roxas doesn't understand a single thing he says. Luxord pretends to, then says, this goes on for a while. They're trying to hunt down very particular heartless. And at the end, the Cheshire Cat says some more dumb shit, and Roxas is like, I don't get it. And Luxord does some mental gymnastics to say it's fine and that Roxas will never understand. And he says, excuse me. And then they leave. Excuse me, princess. Uh-huh. Good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, he goes back to the clock tower, and Roxas says, Axel, about Shion. And Axel says, Sykes told me what happened this morning. Roxas says, why does he hate her so much? And Axel says, listen to you. How can you do that? Talk like you're a real person. Jesus. Roxas says, why? What did I say? I don't know how real people talk. And Axel (laughs) says, I mean... They're apparently really bad at math. (laughs) Sometimes you sound like you're really heartsick or something. Roxas says, when I saw her there, I couldn't stop thinking that she'll never wake up. And Axel says, she will. Roxas says, Sykes called her broken. Axel replies, Well, if it cheers you up, I'm probably a lot more broken than her. The fuck? What? <laughs> How my is notes, this? My notes say welcome to my twisted mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so edgy. And Roxas says, Sykes knows something about her. Why me and her are special nobodies. And Axel says, well, it's going to keep you up at night. I could ask him for you. And Roxas, like, stands up. He's so excited. And he says, really? And Axel says, yeah, really. Sheesh, sit down. I'll ask, but don't get your hopes up. Straight answers aren't exactly his specialty. Roxas says, he's more likely to tell you than he is me. Uh, And Axel says, true. 
and Roxas says, I just hope she wakes up soon. Yep. And then we, we get an HG cutscene where Axel is approaching Syax, and he starts by saying that was uncalled for, so I wonder what the timing for this is actually supposed to be. Because um, that's weird. But yep. Syax says to stay out of it, and Axel persists. I have to know what's the deal with Shion. If there's something going on, just be straight. Whoop. Just be straight with me for once, will you? <laughs> and uh, Syax says, like you're always honest with me. And Axel says, well... Got me there. <laughs> and uh, Syax says she does not belong among our number. And it's plain to see. I have nothing more to say. And then um, we get one last shot of her being asleep. Listen to the sound of waves. Isn't there like another shell for another day on her pillow? Like there's two shells now? Yeah. I think it was, it was kind of covered up by one of the annotations. Yeah, the that's why I wasn't sure. <laughs> Thanks, Cyberman sixty five. <laughs> no, you're 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 true. Um, you're Doing great. the Lord's work. Um, that's the episode. Uh, Joe, where are you on? Where's your twisted mind? <laughs> Twitter.com slash ghost of Joe. What else do I do? I mean, we're gonna do an episode of We Are Watching One Piece this month. Um, so if you missed me talking about One Piece, or if you've never listened to it, you know, um, it's more of that. And I mean, the big, I mean, the big things interstitial. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Where are you on the internet? <laughs> we'll... Tw- Twitter.com slash the Travis W and a tabletop role playing game, actual play podcast called very random encounters where some friends and I play tabletop role playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. Very are random. Spe- encounters. Are you, are, are you speed running your, your plug? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get to interstitial. Mm-hmm. The big boy. Um, the big boy, interstitial. Uh, so you can follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. Um, the link to our Discord is our pinned tweet and also in the description of this episode. Show notes? Sure. Um, our theme music is uh, Dearly Beloved, a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. And if you do that, you will receive in an RSS feed through that Patreon uh, all 15 episodes of Interstitial, the Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play role-playing podcast thing. A lot of those words were confusing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they're, they're all right. I mixed up a couple different things. Oh, I didn't even notice. I just, uh, it was just very, very repetitive and it didn't need to be. The Kingdom Hearts inspired actual play podcast that we made um, based on a game that our friend Riley made called Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, which is a Kingdom Hearts inspired, powered by the apocalypse game about the relationships we form with our friends and not friends, relationships in general. It's, it's I played good. as Chris Angel the Mind Freak. Yeah, yeah. Wheels, Wheels spent months role playing as Chris Angel, and I couldn't tell anybody. I told I it it pained me that I couldn't just go on Twitter and just say, "Okay, okay, I admit it. I was playing as Chris. I've been role playing as Chris Angel, mind freak, for months at a time." <laughs> It's extremely good. Um, yeah, so the first two episodes of that are, well, by now it'll be fucking like three four episodes. episodes, something like that. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it'll be three episodes. 
which our first the first world we go to is High School Musical, so you already know you're in for a goddamn treat. But yeah, you can listen to those. Um, the, the trailer for that probably has been in this feed already, but you can go find that on Interstitial if you haven't. Uh, back on page and if you like it you can back on patreon for just a dollar and get the whole goddamn show people have already binged it it's been out for like a day there were people there were there were plural people who binged patrons who binged the entire show the day it came out y'all mm-hmm. are cool <laughs> cool uh yeah no it means the world to me personally same. Uh, we put a lot into it. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to hear the whole thing right now, you can donate on Patreon. If you can't donate, we totally get it. You're still going to get the show for free. It'll just take you a few weeks to get all the episodes because they're going to come out weekly. Um, and also, we really need to take time to figure out what the fuck's going to happen after that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. I yeah, I. Th- um, mm. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to talk about it and, like, put anything in stone on this podcast when it's just us spitballing. We're we're not doing it on the air. Um, But, yeah, so feel free to check that out. It's great. It's awesome. It's probably the thing that I'm most proud of that I've done. It's very good. It's very good. I think that's it. Is that the show? That's the show. Then we say what those days were, but you do it because I did the intro. What were the days, though? So that was... Days 118 through 172 of Roxas's life. Got it memorized. We were together. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued.